All righty. Hello, good evening. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the first episode of Queen Tone. Queen Tone. We are your hosts, Dana and Nina. Yes, we are here finally with the first episode of Queen Tone. So if you've been following us, you would know. uh, And because you found this podcast, clearly you've been following us. But just to give you a little bit of context, Dana and I decided to start this podcast because we wanted to have a venue to share our opinions. Um, We got the idea for the name from Jermaine Cole, a.k.a. J. Cole, who made a song about uh, artists slash activists called No Name. It's called Snow on the Bluff. And in the song, as he's uh, basically chastising her for calling rappers to the carpet for not being active in in the same communities that they rap about, um, he mentions he doesn't appreciate the queen's tone. And so we decided to flip that on its head and call our podcast Queen Tone because whether you ask us tonight or whether you like it or not, we're going to give you our opinions because we can. Um, And so with us, you'll hear our opinions every other week. Uh, We'll be talking about different topics, everything from friendships to relationships uh, to Beyonce because obviously Obviously. she's going to come up. Um, Avi, I mean, that's that's clear. Okay, so let's jump into it. But before we jump into it, what we're going to do is we have a few segments on this show that you'll come to learn. And so right now what we're going to do is just going to set the tone. Uh, So Dana, how was your week? Uh, So far it's going... I mean, it's going as best as it can working from home. Um, you know, it's, it's not a good week. It's not a bad week. It's just going. Um, Sounds like a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just going a lot of the same. What is time? Monotony. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't, I can't complain, though. I think we've talked outside of the podcast of how um, for us in the pandemic, like, it's been stressful, but it's not like stressful as far as am I working am I getting food like all of that type of stuff it's just a new normal we're blessed in that era definitely it's just a new normal of um I miss the feeling of the weekend and my introverted ass actually misses being outside being out with with people and having the option to say no uh right so I can't I, I really can't wait to um you know, to cancel plans or say no again. I know. I miss canceling plans. <laughs> I miss canceling plans. So you know, much. I was in, I was actually cleaning out my photo album and I was looking at this picture. I think it was me, you, and Simhar, our line sister. We were at some party and I was like, I, I feel like this is the last time yeah, I was, was really a, outside. That was a day party in Chicago. Um, yep. I, was that the same night too that we also dipped out early? I miss also leaving leaving shit early yes me and, you, and then home. going to get food going to get food and then going home and um, then going home yeah um, best time ever me yeah. and dana are notorious <laughs> for doing that I'm, I'm ask any of our friends i'm past the life of, of dummy missions and staying out until four or five just, i mean we're know. 30 yeah. nobody's doing yeah. that with the exception I do of day like, parties and i'm sleep by eight right right with the exceptions of like oh it's homecoming oh it's a special weekend whatever like that's cool, but that's like once a quarter, twice a year type of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely can't wait to leave early from things, mm-hmm. not go to things, and <laughs> feel feel like I'm I'm like getting some some rest from people because um, I don't feel like that now. I'm actually like. I want to go. I want to miss this person. But I want to go do this. I, um, I want to be out and about. I do also yeah. want to be out and about because I just moved to New York. 
Um, so there's like a million yeah, things I have. There's so many things to do in New York. Literally, and so you many have not been able to, to experience any of it. No, because the numbers are going up, and I'm good. Um, so I'm getting every single penny's worth of my rent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that expensive ass <laughs> New York rent. I would hope so. Right, right, right. What about yeah, you? How's, so, how's your week going? It's been crazy. I started a new job last week. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I have been extremely busy. Like it, it makes no sense. I need an assistant, but I'm my own assistant because I'm an assistant commissioner to somebody else <laughs> who's more important than me. So um, I'm like his secretary, not literally his secretary because I don't do administrative work. Right. Um, just to be clear. Right. Me neither. Um, but I actively refuse to take notes in meetings. Right. (laughs) Right. I'm not, I'm not doing, I'm not necessarily doing that, but I am like making sure that, you know, whatever needs to get done on his behalf that I'm, you know, doing it and making sure it gets done. If the mayor needs something like, okay, Nina, make sure that she gets this memo, blah, blah, blah. So it's, it's, it's been interesting, but it's actually kind of exciting Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's like it's a it's a busy that's excite that excites me. I just thrive in these types of environments, so it's been good. Does the mayor need anything? Slight fucking flex. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying it's true. I was. I, I mean, she's my boss. She's my boss's boss. Right. So. Right. right. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's been a busy week. Uh, I have definitely felt very tired. I've been drinking like sugar free Red Bull. And I drank coffee three times this week, or three times in the last week. Are um, you a coffee which drinker? Is, Normally? I am not. Yeah, I am not. Say, I, I do not either. drink coffee at all. Yeah. Um, in fact, my coffee is more like like milk and sugar. <laughs> um, but I have been drinking it because I've been so tired. But I think I just need to get in the swing of things because I was off for two weeks before I even started this new job. So I oh, think sure. I just, I really just want to be kept and not work. Oh, yeah. But until that happens, here I am. (laughs) Earning my own paycheck. The ghetto. Right, right, right. Uh, All right. So anyway, uh, let's hop into this queen shit. So every week uh, we will be highlighting a woman, probably a black woman, um, and, and on some queen shit, just some stuff that we admire, some things that we see out either on social media or in our real lives. It, 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 the topics could always change or the subject matter could always change, but we just want to be able to highlight and uplift women who are doing queen shit. So this week we want to highlight Shar Jocel, um, at Shar Says So on Twitter and Instagram. She is a journalist and media personality and a personal friend. I love her to death. And she and a fellow Capricorn. And a fellow Cap. Okay, I'm an Aquarian. She's a cap, and so is Dana, so we get along. Um, and so just wanted to highlight her because she was on the inaugural 2020 Visionaries to Watch list from Obvious Mag. And so that's really exciting. I mean, she, clearly, she deserves it. We've been friends for years. I've seen the grind um, that she's been putting down and hosting podcasts and hosting events and hosting panels and giving her commentary, which I love. If you don't follow her on Twitter or Instagram, you absolutely should. Um, um, but yeah, she made the list and I'm so, so proud of her. So she's on her queen shit and so just wanted to highlight her. Dope, dope, dope. All um, right, let's hop into this topic. Let's get into it. Uh, how do we actually become friends? Mm-hmm. Nina, let me hear Let me hear your version of the story. My version of the story? Well, okay, so we both went to college together. For those of you who don't know, we both went to the University of Michigan, Go Blue. Um, and so... 
it, it's funny because we actually i mean we grew up in detroit both on the same side i mean not that detroit is like small but right. we never knew each other growing up or were in the same circles or anything um and so when we got to college what did we meet like junior year it was junior, junior year yeah or sophomore no it had to be it was junior year of yeah. college uh, again, not that many black people on Michigan's campus, but still didn't know Dana. I just had, had always heard her name through like mutual friends, yeah. like Dana this, Dana that. But she was an engineer on North Campus. I was a, you know, liberal arts student living in East Quad, which was on the Central Campus. Never actually met her. But um, one day kind of we had a mutual our, one of our mutual friends, our line sister, Rihanna, uh, I had kind of met Dana in passing and I was like oh she seemed cool like I want to be her friend so I told Rihanna I was like what's Dana's BBM, BBM? like <laughs> this is back when everybody had a Blackberry and right. BBM was lit what's your pen um yes so I was like me and Dana are gonna be friends tell her that you know she needs to be my friend and I need to like we need to be BBM buddies and the rest is history so there yeah. you go yeah, that's similar to, um, to to my version of it. I do, I do remember it was when Rihanna was like, "Hey, Nina wants to be your friend," and I was like, "I, I could, I could see that. I could see that working." Um, and I feel like it, it's been pretty consistent um, since then. Like, not. Mm -hmm. I also think too because we we have different personalities, but similar like styles in our personality. Um, yeah. It's very logical. Thought process. Yeah, it's very. We stay away from drama. Yeah, I like, don't do drama. <laughs> neither do, neither do I. So it's more so like you see this shit happening over there. Like yeah, it's over right. there though. Um, and I will say we're very similar because I feel like in our friend group we're usually the people people uh, that people come to advice for. Yeah, um, definitely. As far as getting opinions or kind of level setting. Um, yeah, we're both usually that person people's thought processes too yeah and we have similar interests too um so what that was yeah in, we do that was mm -hmm. in 2011 um so now we've been yeah so we were a hot 2021 yeah yeah um and we've we've gone through i think too what helped too and we'll kind of get into um making friends and maintaining friends as adults but we also even as we move to different locations i think you moved from michigan mm -hmm. to la to chicago and then I moved, shit, from... Shit, everywhere. <laughs> from Michigan to North Carolina to Chicago to D.C. This to bitch Seattle, literally lived in every city. New York. I've literally lived in er every corner of the country besides L.A. Or, you know, the, mm -hmm. um, the southern west. Um, but, yeah, and we've stayed... The southwest? Southwest, southwest. <laughs> southern west. Whatever. West. whatever. <laughs> whatever because it's just california like everything else yes is whatever. no i understand it's yeah. cool it's cool um <laughs> you were you were definitely literally like my source of sun when i lived in seattle because i was on oh the plane. yeah you just come visit me <laughs> very often yeah. i'm like we ain't even we don't even have to do anything i just need a place to sleep but i need some sun i need some black people i need some something um so yeah it was it was cool and even too with the friendship i think too is specifically for as black women, um, a lot of the time it's kind of posed as black women aren't good at being friends with each other or like weathering mm. friendships, especially adult mm -hmm. friendships, um, which isn't true at all. Like contrary to what yeah. reality TV and everything will show us. And I feel like right, love and hip hop will have you think that we throwing drinks in each other's right. face. 
every my- other day or or oh, Real Housewives of Potomac, which is my it was one of my faves. They had a fight this week, Monique and uh, what is the other girl's name? I forget her name. She's not important because she got her ass beat. Um, <laughs> but like things like that, yeah, people will have you thinking that that's how we act in real life. Yeah, yeah. But we, I feel like this year we've gotten to see at least, especially for me, some of like the black female friendship that I've seen on TV or seen in movies um, between this season of Insecure and then Netflix doing us a solid and dropping all the shows on Netflix. For real. Girlfriends, yeah. uh, Moesha, uh, The Parkers is coming up, half and half, like all these shows where, where the focus is um, black female friendships at different stages mm-hmm. too. You know, we have high school and then yeah. we also have um adulthood going into it um yeah yeah i mean for me this is interesting because you know the friends that i had in middle school are not the friends that i had in high school and the friends i have in high school i don't talk to anymore Mm -hmm. like i only talk to the friends that i made in college um which for a lot of people is strange like a lot of people I would say have still have friends from high school or from their younger years. I literally have none like none. And I have some pretty close friends, um, in middle school and high school. And, you know, you think, Oh, we're going to be best friends forever. Don't talk to none of them people no more. (laughs) Um, and it's not, and it's not even like no love lost, but once I went to college, it was just kind of like, Oh, you know, I, I'm, I met, you know, the people I met in college and just ended up now they're my lifelong friends. So I don't really have anybody that knew me when I was like younger, except for the, I was in this program called TAS when I was 16. And so like some of those people are some of my best friends, my partner, I met him in that program and clearly we're still friends and, you know, lovers. Um, so, so you know like I know people from that program but that was like different than like people I actually went to high school with because I didn't go to high school with any of those people so it's a little bit different for me because the friends uh that I had growing up we all went to the same school from kindergarten to eighth grade um and we Mm -hmm. were all it was like the same in our class the same 50 I still remember it was 52 of us um Mm. so those kind of like bonded that um and I have two friends still from there I have my friends from high school uh, one of my best friends is still from high school um, and then like you I, I would say the bulk of my friends have been um, from undergrad um, and then a few have kind of sprinkled on after that um, kind of into adulthood that I would consider mm-hmm. have been friends um, those are definitely f- uh, far and few between as far as making close friendships as an adult um, but I also felt like, too, like, I'm at my limit for friendships. I'm good at the number. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm good. I don't I'm, need Yeah, anymore. I'm good at the number that I have now because um, I, can, I can manage that um, as well. But I would say those friendships that have carried on into adulthood, um, it's nice because those friends, shoot, for some of my friends, they've known me since first grade. So they've seen really the, the entire evolution of Dana. Um, mm-hmm. And they see aspects. I feel like sometimes when I say that I'm shy, people who know me in my adulthood are like, what are you talking about? But the mm-hmm. people who've known me since I was little was like, no, she's definitely like grown and gotten out of her shell more. Uh, 
I mean, well, I hope that you weren't uh, the same Dana that you were in first grade. You, I'm just going to put that out there. You know what the fuck I mean. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know. I'm just saying, I just really would have hoped. You um, know. No, but I, I understand what you mean. I understand what you mean. I mean, for me, I don't know if it's like a segment, like I kind of segment my friends a lot. So like, there's no one person that knows, like that knows me from first grade. Oh, you know, that could say Mm -hmm. other than like my sister, literally people that are blood related to me, um, could say like, Oh, I know how Nina was when she was nine years old. Like, I just don't Mm -hmm. have friends like that. You know, one thing that you, that you do do. Um, and I think that you do it well though, is the different, areas of friends that you have now in your adulthood like oh yeah you're able I'm to queen of that you're able to mix them um yeah like I know all your friends you yeah. know and it's like oh no I yeah. actually know them I could point them out it's not just oh you mentioned a mm-hmm. name here or there like from each of the different areas um yeah because it's like my college friends and then I have my LA friends but my LA friends are also segments and so it's like the people I went to grad school with so it's like I clearly spent a lot of time with them um and then it's like the people that I didn't go to grad school with but I was still hella cool with in LA like some of my best friends um and then it's like oh I have work friends right like the the people that I've worked with that I've become close with um they happen to be black, so that's why they're my work friends. Because I say no to coworkers all the time, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, and yeah, so I'm like the queen of like when it's my birthday, I'm like I'm inviting my segments of friends that usually don't interact with each other on a, on like a super regular basis. But like when it's Nina's birthday, they can come together and they're hella cool because I I like to I'm I like to look at similar personalities, even though like my work friends are not going to necessarily, you know, be talking to my LA friends every day, but when they're in the same room, they they're like cool with each other and they're like, Oh yeah. Hey, how have you been? You know, like that. So, and it gets consistent at a certain point. It's not like every two months you're popping up with a completely different set of twin or twins, a completely different set of (laughs) of friends. So it's also like, Oh, if I've known you for the last five years and I've been to different events, I'm going to see another one of your friends and kind of right. interact. Um, and it's not exactly, it's not going to be any, you know, drama or, or anything like that. Yeah. Um, absolutely not. Yeah. How do you think kind of going back to the shows that we've seen different, um, black female friendships and even in some of the shows, like even some of the women are fr- are friends with, uh, black men. How do you think, the shows have really portrayed friendship or do you feel like you can see yourself or your friendships kind of in these different shows? Um, well, okay. Let's, let's stay with Moesha for a second because that's like early child, not childhood for like teenage years. Um, Moesha's fucking annoying. So (laughs) I see nothing, see nothing. I see nothing. I have nothing in common. Like, I just find that to be super annoying. Um, so, like, when it comes to, like, looking at that as an example, even growing up, I I didn't, like, I was like, she's such a terrible friend. And re-watching it, re-watching it just solidified, even as an adult, Moesha was a terrible friend. Um, so I was never really like that or, like... 
um identified with that but like watching something like girlfriends right as an adult as a 30 year i'm like oh like i totally see how like i might be the joan in certain situations or in other friend groups like i'm the tony or and then in other friend groups like i well i'm never the lynn um (laughs) you know but (laughs) but you know what i mean like i can totally see that yeah um I would have definitely, yeah. uh, Moesha would have definitely been a, one of those friends that I left at that like portion of time in life. She would have not been a friend that I carried on into uh, adulthood. Um, we probably, yeah. we probably would have like intersected and maybe shared notes in like an AP class or some shit like that. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think we would have been. Um, I would have definitely probably been closer friends with Nisi um, and Kim just because they were more fun. Um, but but yeah, to your point, I definitely think girlfriend shows a more realistic view. Um, mm-hmm. but, I, but hands down, I feel like insecure displays the nuance of the friendships, especially yeah. in... Espe- this season was yeah, so good. Especially in this season, it's like... It, it was borderline a little bit triggering for me um, of, of seeing the, and I feel like even at some points of, the, of the, the the season, I'm talking to the screen, like if y'all bitches just don't talk to each other. Yeah, communication, Lord. Yes, yes. Um, well, see, and, and so we may be the opposite on this too, because it's like, for some of that stuff, I think I'm pretty good at communicating with my friends. I, it's not too often that I'm upset with anyone. Like, but I just don't operate like that. I don't I don't know if it's like a personality thing or I'm just lucky, but there hasn't been too many times with at least with my female friends that we've bumped heads. Mm-hmm. And if we have, I've been very direct like you made me mad when or bitch, why did you do that? Mm-hmm. But other than that, like the friendship that that um Issa and Molly have, although I understand it because i know people like that and Mm -hmm. i know friendships like that i personally don't have any friendships like that um so that that i think that was that's kind of like a wall for me because i'd be like why the fuck didn't they just talk yeah like why didn't you why why is there so much miscommunication like just say what the fuck you gotta say or or your friends are still operating with like an older version of you than like the more up-to-date version because it seemed like two both of them were trying to change in the midst of of their miscommunication um and still operating on like well Issa you used to be the bum like I'm used to you not having your shit together so how dare you now have your shit together um or at least trying to get your shit together um so it kind of played into jealousy insecurity within friendships and I don't Maybe it's also the type of friends that I attract where it's not. I was just about to say that. I don't know. I mean, like, I I know people, mind you, I know people like that. But do I consider them to be, like, best friends or, like, really close (laughs) friends? Nah. Nah. No. I stay away from it. I stay away from it. I just, I, I mean, people come to me for advice you know of course and i'll say like don't do that or don't you know don't fuck him or you know like why are you still <laughs> why are you dating talk. him <laughs> well why don't you why don't you ask why nah 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 i don't want to ask i think one thing that's different from my friends compared to the four of them on girlfriends was they were chasing niggas way more 
than my friends of like trying to be, have a boyfriend, trying to get married. And I just don't think that's, that's at the fore. Like, like my friends be chasing dick, but not like trying to be in a relationship or trying to be married. Mm, um, I know some of your friends. <laughs> I think you're too close. To the, <laughs> I think you're too close to the situation. Um, women talk about men a lot because I'm one of those women who like are like do we really have to talk about men right now or like yeah and I'm not I'm not uh free of that critique either I think I have to push myself to be like yeah why are we talking like we're literally always talking about on the same level as girlfriends every single episode they mention well I mean every movie and every you know tv show is just of course it's it lays it on thick but i think it's a mirror yeah i think it's a mirror i think um especially in our like in our 20s i definitely think the same type of conversations were being had i definitely think they were but yeah how do you how do you feel on these shows with i guess specifically Moesha and girlfriends with the platonic friendships with Hakeem and with William. Yeah. And they both shot it. This is interesting. Both shot it. Yeah, they both shot Well, even, okay, and even on Sister Sister, which we didn't mention. Oh, right, right, right. um, Because it's not necessarily about friendship, but whatever. Um, Like, Lisa and Ray being forced to have this awkward relationship. It was like written into the story and it just didn't make sense. They did the same thing with Moesha and Hakeem and the same thing with William and Joan. And so I'm like, so that made me think like, can you not have a platonic relationship with somebody of the, you know, the, the uh, gender or sex that you're attracted to? Um, I think you can, but I also have a lot of gay male friends. So it's like, I also have straight male friends that I would never consider dating. That are my homeboys, like that we catch up, like we're cool. I've been to their weddings, um, or like talk to them about relationships that they're in. So like, it's possible for me, but I I wonder like for other people, is there like a gray area or something? Because it's like, if you were looking at TV, like, oh, do we have like, just because I have this, this male friend in my life. Like, do I have to fuck them or date them at some point? TV will have you thinking, yes. Yeah, I think TV will have you thinking, and even with the same logic as Joan and William of like, we could be soulmates because we work so well as friends. Yeah, but you can also you also could just be friends. Like, you also could just be friends. That be the end of it. Yeah, Yeah. I have. Yeah, I have straight male friends and they're just that like my male friends I don't like I get why other people find them attractive and they are attractive Mm -hmm. but it's not in the way that I would ever want to date them I guess I would Mm -hmm. I would rather bank on the guarantee of a dope ass friendship for life than the Mm -hmm. possibility of like a mediocre sex or love life with them um I've never thought about fucking any of my male friends like not even once no 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 not my real my real friends no Mm-mm. um yeah but i i would hope oh you know what that's a lie i told a lie <laughs> i have but <laughs> hold on i had to think about it okay so there have been there's been one situation but clearly no i mean that did not end up working out but that it, it's happened to me once 
<laughs> okay, so now I need to backtrack. But we were... <laughs> <laughs> and we're moving on. <laughs> I need to backtrack, but we were never actually friends. Like that was just the guys to set the, <laughs> to set the scene up. Uh, we were not like real friends. Um, so yeah. there's that. But like the true, real, genuine friendships of like who knows my mama like those are my friends for, yeah those are my friends yeah. for life um yeah yeah so i think i mean i personally think you can have platonic relationships with people of this of the sex that you would be attracted to mm-hmm. but you know for some people that's hard i mean they they're like oh no like i have all female friends or i have all male friends for that reason i think it's possible but you know everybody's different so to that point of kind of having those good friendships, both with the same sex or with um, friends that you're platonic with, um, what what to you now as a 30 year going into your 30s, do you think makes a good friend? Hmm. For you, me you, personally, yeah, for yeah. like for me personally, what makes a good friend is um being supportive and support i mean like if i need emotional support um if i although i've never asked a friend for money like if i need financial support within reason like just someone like i if i would if i needed something i know i could go to them um because i don't i don't ask for things lightly you can ask anybody in my life like i i could probably name on like my two hands how many times i've actually asked somebody to do me a favor or to do something for me or to give me something um but to know that i guess really what it bottle uh like comes down to is reliability like i like people who are reliable um because i'm a reliable person and so i i want that in the same part in in like my friendships but then also i am not a clingy friend mm-hmm. um and I don't even mean that clingy sounds negative, but like, I don't, I'm not the friend who needs to talk to you every day. In fact, please don't call me every day. Um, those types of friendships to me take a lot of energy that I just don't have. So I like friends who understand, like, if we go a week without talking it, like, I don't need you being like, did I do something wrong? Are you mad mm. at me? Like, <laughs> no, mm. <laughs> like if I had something, cause if I was you, mad, I would say it. Right. If I was upset with you, I would say it. And two, if there if there was something important for me to say to you, like if I saw a meme every day for seven days that I thought would be funny and shared it with you, I would do that. Right. I would be in your inbox. But if I have nothing to say, it's okay. We don't have to talk right now. Like, you know, but I like catching up with my friends. But I, you know, in my adult life, like especially after grad school, I had some friends, you know, because once I, my personality is like, once I'm really into work, I, I, my work life is really, has been, I'm, I'm trying to get out of it really important to me. It was always like put first. And I had friends tell me like, yo, that's not going to work for me. And I respected it. Right. I respected it in, in the sense, not, not like, oh girl, why are you worried about work? But like, you're this type of way because Nina operates in that type of way and -and so-and-so operates in a different way. So if we're going to be friends, meet me in the middle. And so what I, what I started to do, um, once I heard that feedback is be like, okay, let me be more intentional about checking in, about calling, about carving out those times for like those hour, two hour conversations. Um, 
and have it not feel like being pulled teeth. And I will say, I liked actually, you know, I liked that kind of direct, like, hey, I understand that you have a way of operating and that you don't need to be talked to at a certain amount of time, but I'm an extrovert. Like, I want to be able to talk to you. I want to be able to bounce ideas off of you. Um, and I need you to come out of your cocoon <laughs> for me to do that. Um, and so in my adult life, I've adjusted to tr- to being more thoughtful about how I approach those types of friendships because clearly I those are friendships that I appreciate people I love and relationships that I have to cultivate and even romantic or non-romantic relationships you have to meet people in the middle if you actually care about them so I've learned that so I would say those are probably like the top two things Makes sense. what about I, you I think for me now it's someone who I can be my whole self with like and just be me unapologetically Uh, and I think kind of what you were touching on part of that is to knowing me and understanding me to know that if I'm not calling you every day and there is no beef then there is no beef you know there there's it's just and similar to you like bogged down with work my my career or my various roles have been time consuming I also since undergrad have not lived in the same time zone state part of the Mm -hmm. country as the majority of my close friends so a lot of Mm -hmm. it is more so carving out time to be intentional and like I'm also more of a in-person friend than just sitting and talking on the phone granted I do sit Mm. and talk on the phone for hours um but it's never that's never my intention (laughs) going into Mm -hmm. a phone call it's just you know as you're with friends you may sit um and and talk and I think too even time um so even if it's not like every week but I have some friends where I meet maybe every four months where we sit up and catch up or you know kind of um or or the important things of like no, I didn't know that this small that you stumped your toe, but I know the major things that are happening in your life and you know. Or it's mm-hmm. like, let me call so and so. We haven't talked in so long. Or I realized I didn't know whatever happened to this. Um so kind of allowing me to be my whole self. Um also they gotta be doing something, doing something with their life. Um mm. and, and and it kind of I guess that would tie to ambition too. Um, because I need my friends that are my real friends, they definitely hold me accountable. Um, mm-hmm. And I think they're able to do that because they're doing similar things. Um, so whether it be career-wise, they may be in a completely different field, um, but they're very driven. So even like similar to us, we're in two completely different fields, um, but we're both driven and have, this is what I wanna do, this is what I'm going after, right. this is how I'm going to get it done. I can bounce ideas off of you, but at the same mm-hmm. time, like I can go ghost for a while because you know, like I'm, I'm focusing on, on, um, kind of getting what I need to. Um, and the majority of my friends are funny, um, whether it's me laughing with them or at them, uh, yeah. it's, it's just bringing humor and a good time. Uh, I don't need too serious, you know, or, or too, too boring in that in that sense of like a lack of personality um yeah and yeah like so whole self funny can hold me accountable um have similar interests we don't have to have everything in common uh because i think too from both friendships 
relationships in general, so whether it's family, romantic, platonic, whatever, having people around to teach you things or put you on things. Um, yeah. So even in that sense, kind of, you know, liking that. Um, and then I think, too, kind of how we were saying with, like, different um, phases in your life of friendships, I think it's okay mm. to have friends for certain things. You know, like the more oh, yeah, absolutely. social friends, like when we go out, yeah. we doing this versus I have friends who all we do is talk about music because I'm a, a big music lover. Or I have mm-hmm. friends who we talk about like different TV shows or types of movies. Um, my go to friends of like when Beyonce drops tickets, mm-hmm. boy, Darian knows like no matter what cost, no matter where, mm-hmm. what city we're going. You Can know. you clarify boy, Darian? <laughs> So I have I have a friend uh, who's a boy whose name is Darian, uh, and then we also have in a, our fr- friend group in Chicago a girl whose name is Darian. Um, so, so she says boy Darian or girl Darian just for the yeah. folks at home. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, so yeah, kind of having those those different areas of friends, um, I think that's mm-hmm. perfectly fine too, because not everyone is going to be your everything no i think that that's key Um, i think that's key and i think that that's the difference between being friends like high school and middle school it's like oh we go everywhere together mm -hmm. we're gonna go to the mall go to the movies we're gonna go why don't you want to do that why don't you want to do that right girl i'm not that friend don't call me to go camping i'm not going Mm -mm. i'm not that friend call me to go to the spa i'm that friend I will say too. Call me to go eat. I'm not friend. I will say too. Um, we talk about the lack of drama that we've had in our friendships, um, and what I see with other people in their friendships is I'm blessed enough that me and my friends do not have the same taste in niggas. So it's it's oh. <laughs> it's never been any type. Yeah, of... Yeah, no. Maybe mm-hmm. a universal. Oh, he cute, but like yeah. going after or wanting the same no. nigga to pursue. Like no. I like lame niggas. I like dorky niggas. Um, we yeah no no yeah. I don't need no I don't need nobody all up in the mix. Nope. Yeah. Um, I like mine ugly. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bad built. <laughs> Ain't no compete. <laughs> I just said dorky. And they take care of you too. I'm shallow as fuck. I just said dorky. <laughs> I'm just playing. Yeah, I know, I know. Baby, um, if you're listening to this, I love you. <laughs> I think you fine. Uh, have you ever, um, I guess in the same sense of kind of growing apart, lost touch with a friend or fell out oh I know you absolutely said younger but in adulthood kind of fell out or lost touch with friends? you know i'm trying to think in adulthood i guess yes and co- like from college after college i guess so yeah because when you move and you go around different places it's not like oh i hate that person but it's just like oh we just don't talk as much or you know we because our friendship was like oh let's hang out a lot and if i'm not physically there then we're not hanging out as much so it's like i have to put a little bit more effort into like oh let's get on the phone and stuff like that again still really good friend but you know just a little bit more distant 
um or you know or we just don't talk at all but that doesn't mean we have any beef or anything it's just like it's some some friendships are just like that and i've accepted it and um i don't feel bad about it it's just it it is what it is i don't think i have any animosity towards it i think when i was younger i was a little like my very best friend of high school literally just stopped talking to me I, was that senior year she like blocked me one day on like facebook and then we just like never talked i still to this day don't know why she stopped being my friend um would really be interested to hear that story um if you are that friend feel free to send in the reason to oh yeah <laughs> i would love Tone. to hear i mean i would love to hear it queen tone pod at gmail.com yeah hit me up you know who you are um yeah but other than that like yeah well, i've had friends who, who i've grown apart from but like again no love lost like if they were to call me tomorrow like i'd be oh hey how you doing how's life how's the last four years been <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness what about you um aside from i guess if, if there's categories there are friends who just as like the next phase of life has gone on you kind of lose like close touch but because of social media like we're still connected so it's a, oh happy birthday you had a kid i'm so happy blah 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 i have friends like that mm -hmm. um but i have had close friends two of them one at least on my end is no love lost i think we were in a friend group and she had issues with other people in the group um, mm -hmm. But we were, went to different colleges and they all went to the same college. So it was kind of, at least from my view, she kind of was done with the whole group and I was just mm -hmm. a casualty. Collateral damage. Yeah. yeah. Um, but to my fault, I also didn't make any type of effort to keep that connection too. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you like, even now, there's no, no particular thing that happened that was like, here's the end. Um, but to that same point, I think I'm blocked too. So maybe... <laughs> So maybe it was some animosity on her end. Um, yeah, there might have been. And like, I, I guess so. One of our mutual friends was like, hey, did you see so-and-so this on Facebook? And I'm like, like no. no, I didn't see that. And then when you I go look for her Twitter, it's like, these tweets are not available. Right, right. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, and I'm just not the type of person to be getting blocked like that all willy-nilly. Um, but then the but other me neither but i also am like if you blocked me i absolutely do not care because yeah, i probably yeah. have not noticed yeah like i didn't make honest. effort to maintain the friendship so it's like whatever but if i saw her on the street or whatever at least on my end there would be no love lost you know what have you been doing for the last seven years um but then in that same friend group there was a friend who i'm i'm, I'm good um on ever interacting or hearing anything about them um more so because of the way in which the friendship ended. Um, it was hmm. through a Facebook message to like the other, me plus another two of our friends in a group. And she basically sent extended paragraphs for each of us with the reasons that she was ending the friendship. And for me, wow. I won't go into that the reasons. That takes a lot of effort. It does. Um, and the real I mop the ocean before I do some <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. Y'all will let me tell you about me. If I ever am mad at you enough to stop being your friend, you will never know why. Oh, I guess that's why she, that's, that might be why old girl. <laughs> maybe y'all maybe y'all 
should have stayed friends because y'all similar. Maybe we shouldn't. Yeah, because nah. you would literally never. I I I would never put that much effort into telling in like Girl, she's, disassociating myself with someone. She said so much. Three dissertations in a group chat on each friend. Hell no. And mine mine was things that happened in the past that she never addressed. So even like how we talked about past, if I have an issue with you, I'll come and talk to you. If it's not immediate, then it's when I'm more calm and kind of more level-headed. Um, but for her, it was things like my aunt died and I posted on Instagram and you didn't say anything about it. Like we're, we're fucking friends. And this, like, this yeah. is how, I, like I didn't see, you know, things like that. And then even all of that, because I feel like all of that could have been resolved from like, she even said, I chose my line sisters over her, which is completely false because I even asked my other friends in the group. Um, but clearly I made the right choice if it was a choice. Um, <laughs> I mean, here because, we are. Right, because they're family and she's of nothing. But what killed me, and I think we've talked about this in separate conversations, was she sent us a memo. It wasn't a conversation. There was no dialogue mm-hmm. back and forth. She had already decided that this friendship was ending. Yeah. So. What, she just wanted to get the last word. Yeah. And it's like you sent it in a group message. So then it it was just all very controlling, very tied to how she wanted it to be. And yeah. that was the end. So it's like if you already decided this, I'm not about to change your mind. It's literally um, no arguing with it. You, yeah. 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 And uh, if you try to evoke emotion out of me, good fucking luck. Yeah. Um, and it was days before I went into having a major surgery, too. <laughs> so oh, it was also yeah. like a... Fuck that. Yeah. Um, so if I ever saw her, I would probably keep walking just because there's nothing. I think, too, now, kind of to the point of how we were saying before of we don't talk as often or like being able to see each other in person, I think when it starts off, when it's a fresh friendship in the adulthood, it is like more of an effort. So I even, mm-hmm. and nothing against any of like the friends I've made as adults, but it is a conscious effort of like, okay, let me not cancel. Nothing against right. them is just, right. I like being at home, right? Because it's different when it's like, oh, I'm in grad school or oh, I'm in college. Like we're going to be mm-hmm. in the same classes. We're going to be in the same area. Like I don't really have my own life or bills to pay. Yeah. Um, but it's like, oh, I could go outside or I could sit on my couch mm-hmm. but with my puppy. What ends up, yeah, <laughs> the friends who end up being friends feel that exact same way too. You know, so yeah. it's like, a, yeah, we gonna, you know, we gonna try this another week. Or yeah, it's been too. hard. I mean, I just moved to Chicago in February of 2019 and it's been extremely hard for me to like make friends here one because I think I'm just attached to the friends that I have Mm -hmm. who are amazing and I don't really like I'm good like in theory like it's like oh I'm good like I have friends but I'm also like dang I miss the random Friday night hangouts Mm -hmm. you know where people would come to my apartment or or be like oh I'm driving past you know are you at home and like just come over we get some wing stop and like chill yeah that's the number one thing probably in watching like girlfriends and insecure and i'm like man Mm -hmm. my close road dog type friends don't live like no one's just randomly coming as many times as the niggas was in jones house no one's randomly right exactly at my house because it's not it's not you know in the same state yeah you know i think and we should note too um majority of the time that we've moved around we didn't have roommates um except for i lived in chicago 
um, with one of our other line sisters, Simhar. But we were also, I was a consultant. I was there two days out the week. She was yeah. a man, like, I saw her more in our group chat than actually in our house. Um, in, in real life? Lit- yeah, literally in real life. Um, so for the most part, too, that kind of aspect of, of having friends around all the time, for me, hasn't happened since undergrad. Of all my friends there. yeah. Well, no, it happened for me in L.A., actually. When I was in L.A., I would have friends over. I mean, clearly not, like, all the time, but because of the location, I was centrally located amongst my friends, so I was like, oh, we're going to have, you know, the the pregame before mm-hmm. the whatever I, I it was at my house or like a USC game it was at my house you know like it was yeah. just easy yeah um for everything to be kind of like where I was or even uh one of my best friends and uh, has a pool so I was like oh pool party like we yeah. going to the South Bay like it was just easy to do that I lied um, I, so. I lied there was a moment summer 16 when I was in Chicago and I wasn't traveling. And I feel like the stars just aligned. And one of our college friends moved to Chicago. It was the summer. And we were literally, our apartment was like the pregame place. So every Friday we were going to happy hour or going to day parties. Like it was like that from May to to what, Labor Day in September. And that was mm-hmm. wonderful. It was so much fun. Um, so I would say that with adulthood, mostly on weekends, um, every now and then during the week, but mostly on weekends. Um, and that was that was nice. Um, but that doesn't happen now. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe it's just something that we have to accept as we yeah. go into our 30s, um, that that's no longer our lives. And, and, and also, I will say, we both don't have kids. Yeah. And our friends are starting to get married and have children, which really uh, puts a damper on things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> love the babies to death. Love, love, love them. Love the They can't spouses. come to the bar. Um, so. Right, right. There's that. Uh, so, yeah, it, it changes dynamics of things when you have friends who have families and you're the and you're still the unmarried, childless one. Mm-hmm. Um, you can kind of get up and do things on a moment's notice yeah. that, you know, you got to find a babysitter or you got to. I mean, your priorities are just different when you have a family. Yeah. Um, and usually if you have alone time, you want to spend it at home. Like mm-hmm. if you don't have kids, you'd be like, damn, I really just want to be like in my bed without a kid jumping on it. <laughs> um, so there's also that. I do think that, you know, once friend groups start to like divide in that way, I think the priorities are different, which is not a bad thing. Yeah. Not saying that like in a Tiffany bad way at all. And insecure. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of a sad uh, yeah. example, but yeah. it's kind of like, fuck yeah, Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany has a group of, of friends that are moms and they're going to be hanging out and they're going to be, you know, going to a cabin in, in Michigan and hanging out together. Yeah. Um, and we're and then you know the rest of them are not going to be invited and that's okay yeah I, I will say as far as like the different phases of life whether you know friends having kids or getting married or you know wanting to be out and about doing whatever going back to what we see on tv i feel like the friends who the unmarried non-mothers are a lot they seem a lot more meaner or less willing to accept like the the change in their friend's life than 
At least from what I've seen. Oh, I, would, yeah. I would have to ask. It always my, does seem it I always would, does seem like that on TV. Yeah, I would have to ask like my friends who have kids if it's if on their end it's changed. It but feels- I feel like you're my friend. So then when you procreate and have and have kids then they become part of you you know like when you get mm-hmm. married they be- that becomes part of you and i want to be your friend and want to be involved in your life so now this is your life will what we do will then have to change but that's mm-hmm. not i'm not gonna hold you up i don't really like kids that much yeah that's the di- like yeah. anybody in my life knows yeah. this <laughs> yeah i know we know so so like not like i don't want to hang out with you and your kids not for an extended period of time, but that's just me. I know I'm going to get hate mail. Go ahead. No. At me. But your friends who are your friends know that about you. And wouldn't yeah, ex- if you're my friend, though, yeah. you know, like, like I'm going to play with your baby for all of five to ten minutes. And then I'm going to be like, all right, I have to go. Yeah. Yeah. But your friends know. <laughs> At least you're consistent. I'm very consistent. Shit, consistent. I do. I have a niece and a nephew. Do you know I hold them for about ten minutes a piece? And then I'm like, all right, so what's next? <laughs> what, who who con- else who else is holding? Con- you're consistent though. I, I am. I'll introduce you to my kid when they like ten or eleven and can have a conversation. Absolutely. Uh, in, uh, Absolutely. Intele- uh, intellectual conversation. Um, Absolutely. And even then it's just or really like look ass. at me. Yeah, like <laughs> look at look at this look at me look do this dance do. move. <laughs> right. Look what All I right, do. Timmy, we saw you do it a cartwheel. <laughs> Go in your room. <laughs> I'm terrible, I know. I'm terrible. It's okay. I'm that All right, so we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. We're going to end each show with a tone check where we ask people to check themselves and not our tones. So this week on our tone checklist is Tori Lames. See what I did there? (laughs) Tori Lames. (laughs) Y'all know who this nigga is. You know, he he started off quarantine when he was doing whatever he was doing on like Instagram lives and he was even kind of advocating of like why we shouldn't be harping on the looters and the rioters and all that type of stuff. And even like, he's what, Canadian too? He was adding insight into that. Yeah, he from Toronto. Mm -hmm. And so that was like my first like, oh, this seems like a decent nigga. He seems aware of things. And then Mm -hmm. he showed his ass Mm -mm -mm. um, when Meg the Stallion was shot by him right she literally said that nigga shot me yes. after she tried not to tell the police for fear of and what happens to black women a lot fear of i don't whatever he did he's also black and i don't want the police to get involved for the sake of right for the sake of him right she saved that man life even though he shot her yes. and then this week he decides to release a mixtape, an album, some shit. some shit. After months of speculation, after, you know, Meg again said, this nigga shot me. Mm-hmm. That's a direct quote. After, after out, Meg had to get on the internet and, and explain what happened because so many people on the internet was not standing up for her. No, no type of black male artist any anything of the such it was all we got to hear both sides we got to hear both sides because once again Mm. 
I hate a both sides nigga. Who believes black women? Yes. So he released his mixtape, and no, I did not stream it. But from what I read, making well contradictory statements about oh I didn't shoot you oh I was upset or it was a mistake or whatever the fuck it was I don't care what he put on that on that fucking record nobody should have streamed it it's high garbage all you need to do and it's completely free is to shut the fuck up yes that's it either apologize or shut the fuck and up and he drops the album the day of or the day after the Brianna Taylor yeah. Um, yeah. disappointing verdict but not yeah, shocking non verdict yeah. yeah so it's already tensions are high levels are high whatever and then for him to go and drop this to get publicity to explain his side of it trash garbage yeah. so Tory Lanes, flames but shout out, go, shout go out, drink bleach. shout out to the artists and the um, media publications who are choosing not to include him. Oh, absolutely! I think yeah, JoJo shout out to them. took him off a song uh, for her deluxe album. Yeah, Kalani took him off a song. Um, yeah, I think there was the one people with sense. Yeah, the people with sense, or even publications. I forgot which ones, but saying like we don't have to ever cover him again. Yes. Um, I need to find that petition that people were, were signing to deport him because honestly, <laughs> if Trump is looking for anybody to deport, he's first in line. All right, well, that's the end of our first episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Please like and subscribe um, and leave us a comment. This episode was produced by us and edited by Daner Cole. Our theme music is the track Same by Ricky Ells. Be sure to check it out on all streaming platforms. For questions, comments, feedback, or topic suggestions, hit us up at queentonepod at gmail.com. Be sure to also check us out and follow on Instagram and Twitter at queentonepod. Thanks for listening.